another Tuesday morning of men's life. Top off your coffee, get a few extra berries on that oatmeal. Thank you for the hands that prepared this morning, appreciate that. All right, if you are out there in the, uh, I guess we call it the narthex, it's not too, too much of an ancient term these days, please come on in and make your way in, grab a seat. Sounding all right? Okay, good morning everyone. Chilly morning here on uh, another Tuesday Men's Life. I had to scrape my car this morning. Anybody else stuck outside with me having to scrape? Yeah, <laughs> right. So my, uh, like many of you, my wife and I, you know, we've got two different cars. And uh, probably like many of you, hers is in the garage and mine is out on the, on the street or on the driveway. So I'm, uh, I'm scraping this morning and thinking, well, you know, I don't know about this. Uh, so I've talked to my wife before, and I'm thinking, well, okay, if I've got a scrape, then, then why don't we switch cars so I can have the... She's got the newer car with the heated seats, right? So I'm thinking, well, I should have the heated seats if I'm going to be parking outside. I, no, you don't, you don't get that either. So I'm like, so I get the colder car, I have to scrape, yeah. And uh, I think that's probably about how the uh, balance of everything works these days. So hopefully you're staying warm. It's only going to get colder as we gather for men's life. I know we've got a few guys who even bike in on some of these cold mornings. Any bike commuters here? I know we've had a few in the past. Maybe it's not cold enough for them yet, so we'll see what, what can get going. Well, hey, it's been, uh, been a little while since we, since we last met. We're going to talk about that here shortly and get into some announcements. But, you know, a number of things have happened since we last met, particularly Halloween. I know you, I, you were all dressed up and out trick-or-treating, I'm sure. I know lots of trick-or-treaters out in the neighborhood. Hope you had a good time. So I don't think there's a statute of limitations. It's it's too long on uh, holiday-type things, but I think it's still relevant to have a few Halloween-type introductory comments here. So we had some fun in our neighborhood. Our kids, of course, are too old now to come out with us and walk around the neighborhood. They've got to separate out into their own little groups. That's okay. So we've got a high schooler and a middle schooler. But lest you think Halloween is just for the kids, I can assure you we have plenty of fun in our neighborhood. And uh, uh, also, lest you think the suburban life of Superior, Colorado is just a bunch of uh, homogeneous, boring, uh, stale, beige, whatever. Uh, No, not at all. We have a lot of fun in Superior. There's a very active moms and parents group put on all kinds of events and activities, one of which is the annual adult Halloween costume contest. Not adult costume contest, adult contest costume, whatever. Yeah. Costumes for the adults. Okay. Don't read too much into that. So, uh, the big prizes, you know, you can really bring your A game. We've been involved in this for quite some time. So many years ago, uh, we started this. We always like to connect our costumes to something going on in popular culture at the time. You may recall this film came out several years ago. So we took advantage of our biological situation at the time, and this was our costume. Okay, as our wife was pregnant with our second kiddo, happy to say that we won first prize at the costume contest that year. But you can't rest on your laurels, of course, so we really had to up our game for the next year if we wanted to defend our title. You may recall this film coming out, so we went with this. 
And uh, happy to say, uh, repeat champions of the costume contest. Uh, then we took some time off. You know, it's just, it's really hard to maintain that level of excellence for so long. Plus, you want to get other people involved. So we took some time off and went with some more benign costumes. Then we went with... Uh, the group costume, we thought that might be a little better way to, to be a little more competitive. You may recall this popular television show, Orange is the New Black. Uh, so we did a group costume thing there. We won the group costume prize that year. My wife and I went as uh, some of the characters here. I think it worked out pretty well, you can tell. Uh, no, there were all kinds of people at the, at the, uh, the get-together. Then we started you know, making things a little more family-friendly. So we did a family costume this year, so that, that worked out pretty well. A couple more here. Then, of course, superheroes have been quite popular in the Marvel Universe, so we tried to keep up with that. So we went as this. Um, I've got a little shield envy here in this image. So uh, this, is what, this is what happens when you wait till the last minute to buy all your accessories. You get stuck with a little kid shield. But, uh, you know, still did okay that year. And then uh, finally brings us up to this year, after a couple years off, some COVID things and whatnot, did another family costume thing. So we're big fans of Lord of the Rings. So we identified some of our favorite characters from this great trilogy. And this was us this year. I went as a... Uh, and uh, then, you know, the kids came with us to the costume party at the Superior Community Center for a little while, and then they left pretty soon afterwards. Uh, they were getting bored with the lame adult party. But my wife and I stuck around. We went a little elvish for our costumes, and I'm happy to say the crown is back in our household. So there's this, like, floating trophy that goes to every household that wins any particular year. So anyway, that was us over the Halloween weekend. We had a lot of fun. Thank you for that. Wow, okay. Why not? Okay, but we're going to get back into uh, things happening here. Hope you've had a good uh, time off, a little bit, rest and recharge. A couple announcements before we get started, then we'll turn it over to Mike our, uh, for our teaching time this morning. First up is Lamb's Lunch. And I don't know if I'm supposed to click through here anymore. Okay, you're good with that. All right, so Lamb's Lunch. How many people are familiar with Lamb's Lunch or heard of Lamb's Lunch? Okay, a lot of, a lot of folks here. Uh, briefly, for those of you who are new and haven't participated with us before, may not be familiar, there is a, a network of ministries here in the Boulder County area, a bunch of different churches that work together to, to serve and feed our homeless population and those who are struggling with food insecurity in our community. Uh, our church usually hosts that because we've got we've got the space we've got the kitchen, and we're committed to helping. Uh, serve in that ministry, and men's life plays an important role. Yeah, we, we commit to volunteering this, I believe it's the second, the second Saturday each month, and the, that first, second Saturday is coming up this Saturday, okay? So that's the 13th. Now, the volunteers, we need volunteers who help prep things, who help serve, who help clean up. We need a few less volunteers this year because we're doing more of a, of a kind of pat, like a, like a box lunch or kind of a distribution rather than the normal food line and people sit down. But we've got the sign-up table uh, out there. Please get your name on that. Uh, my boys and I, actually our whole family and I, we've done this a lot over the years. See some familiar faces. I know Matt, uh, we've, we've been together a few times with our kiddos. 
If you've got young kids, it's a great opportunity to serve, to, to, to showcase, to model, to exemplify the kind of service and compassion that we're all trying to instill in the next generation. So if you have any inkling to get involved, pretty low-hanging fruit. There's, there's no training. There's no um, and anything you have to do. You just have to show up and have some helpful hands. So appreciate if any of you could get, help us get involved with that. So sign-up tables in the back. Please don't wait too long. Uh, we want to know if we need more volunteers so uh, Steve can kind of rattle the trees a little bit later in the week. Okay, what else we got going on? Oh, yes, yeah, you may recall that we did not meet last week. Uh, our uh, uh, patron saint of men's life, Steve Cartwright, had a little hiccup in his situation, and uh, he wants to just... Uh, <laughs> He wants to um, give us a little announcement and update us on some some things. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Steve before coming back and transitioning to our our teaching time. Here you go, Steve. Thank you very much. So rather than repeat this story 80 times, uh, two weeks ago today, after Men's Life, I went down to UC Health and had an outpatient procedure to freeze a tumor on my left kidney. And the procedures to take a couple hours, and so I went and all going well, I was going to be home for dinner. So I went down, and the procedure went well. They froze the tumor. That was taken care of. It's now scar tissue, and so all was good. But in the recovery process of a couple hours, maybe it was a Versed, maybe it was a fentanyl, I started getting nauseous and throwing up. And I threw up all afternoon. And finally they said, if you can't keep food down, you're staying overnight. So I stayed overnight. Next morning, nauseous, throwing up, that kept up. But they gave me some meds. They said it would fix that, sent me home. It did not fix it. That went on for a couple of days. So after a couple of days, um, I think my diaphragm got irritated. So that then led to hiccups, chronic hiccups a pattern that repeated itself every seven seconds, day and night, okay? So that continued for two or three days. It was awful, okay? So then, finally, we got muscle relaxers and um, hiccup medicine and all that stuff. And so finally, I don't know, about a week ago, I got past all that, but I was wiped out last Tuesday morning. It was awful. So nausea, dry heaves, hiccups, all for a procedure that I was supposed to be home for dinner that day. Okay? So there you go. Um, when you think about getting sick as you get older, just don't, don't even go there. Okay? <clears throat> so that's, that's the result, and I'm doing fine now. So I say thank you for your prayers. That's always appropriate to say thank you for your prayers. But man, alive. I needed prayers on this one. It was... It was significant. So there you go. One thing about this illness and this event, um, the Holy Spirit has a way of whispering in our ears at times, okay? But the Holy Spirit also has a situation where if you're not particularly paying attention, it'll hit you upside the head, okay? And, And I got hit upside the head. And so the net result of that was that um, I've been contemplating, I've been planning on this, last year's going to be my last year to lead men's life. COVID, I stayed on another year, okay? And I've been kind of planning behind the scenes. But this, this event told me that 
I needed to be more open and sharing that this is my last year to lead men's ministry, okay, and men's life. This is the last year. Why? Well, I've been doing men's ministry for 20 years here uh, on staff and men's life for over 15. And come spring, when this session's over, I'll be 75. So it's time. So after men's life is over in the spring in March, sometime thereafter, no fixed schedule, I will be officially retiring from the men's ministry. Okay? So now... I say, thank you, Holy Spirit, it's done, my, it's done its work in me. Now it's time for the Holy Spirit to do its work in you, okay? Um, it's going to need a new leader. We have a great leadership team, right? Examples all over the place. Um, all the food you're eating and everything else. Great leadership team. Um, helped me out tremendously, but still it needs a leader, okay? So somebody that is going to lead this effort, Okay? The other thing is that I'm on staff, and I highly recommend, well, I think it's very valuable, be on staff. So whoever would actually lead it should plan on, think about it on being on staff. Other than that, open for whatever the the Lord has in mind. But that's kind of between this group and the Lord, okay? It's time for us all to think about how this is going to look going forward. It's a wonderful ministry. We don't want to lose it. But, you know, there's about 160 eyeballs out there looking at me. Listen, what's the Lord telling you? Okay? Um, We want to keep it going. So, there you have it. It's out there. This is my last year. Come spring, I will be retiring. So, thank you, Jim. Okay, well, Steve, thanks for the update. Great to hear. Uh, you're, you're doing well. Good to see you back on your feet. Uh, some big news, of course, for here in Men's Life, something we'll be thinking about a little bit more. So we are officially in the, uh, the last dance season uh, for, uh, for Mr. Cartwright. So we'll be seeing if we can bring home one more title. We've got uh, some considering to do then. This is a nice practical example of what we're talking about with our teaching time, with our emphasis on the Holy Spirit, walking in the Spirit, living a Spirit-filled life. And we see what it's like to have the Holy Spirit whispering to us or hit us upside the head or something in between. We all have our applications and examples of that. We're all wrestling with those things in our life, not just here at Men's Life, but at home and with our families, in our workplaces, elsewhere in our community. So we want to learn a little bit more about, well, what what does it mean? How do we do this practically? Yeah, we may know some theological right answers about the Trinity and the Holy Spirit, but this idea of being influenced by God's Spirit, keeping in step with God's Spirit, staying filled with God's Spirit, sometimes that can get a little tricky to, to play out in everyday life. And that's why we've got just the great insight from Mike to help us think through that. So as we kind of transition out of a time of announcements and funny costumes and big news and things like that, why don't we spend some time in prayer as, uh, as we bring up Mike and ask God to really guide us as we think about these, these, these difficult issues. 
So good morning, Lord. We are, we're glad to be here, whatever it took, uh, whether it was an easy walk here, a cold bike ride, a scraping car, everything in between. We're grateful for Steve. We're thankful for your restoration of his health, um, bringing him back here. We pray for continued health and well-being, um, not only with this diagnosis, but going forward. We're thankful for his leadership, and we begin this process of transition. Help us listen to your spirit, guide us, direct us, make good decisions about the future of this great ministry. And be with Mike this morning. We know you've got some great insights that you've put on his heart to share with us. Uh, Get our our minds focused, our attention on you and the power of your spirit. And uh, we we are open to what you have to say. So thank you for being with us, Lord, this morning. And we just ask all these things for your guidance, for your wisdom, for your insight, for the fellowship, for your discernment. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Mike, the floor is yours. 